0: Uh, welcome everyone to Casters and Castles. This is gonna be the Arc 4 Fairy Wedding Finale. And uh, oh, okay. it, it, it kinda has to be, which is why we started a whole 36 minutes early from our normal, okay, from our listed starting time. Uh and <laughs> I was going to
1: We'll start at our listed
0: starting. I know exactly. It's a brilliant scheme. Uh I was going to just go live with our whole normal intro but then Brent started being entertaining. and I was like stop having an interesting conversation we're not live yet. He was what were you saying about everyone's yeah, characters? I was just
2: saying that uh D&D characters I think are almost caricatures of ourselves but like taken to extremes.
3: That's so, it- incredibly offensive towards
2: <laughs> like wing
3: my what Why if I, I, it mean? Extremes, what would you? I you think everybody do- would be upset
2: with me saying this. So I was like, do I want to? I was, it was like a shower thought where I was just thinking through. <laughs> and I was just like, I was like, oh, I am a bit of a himbo. But like.
1: <laughs> Brent, I don't think we needed to know that you think about us in the shower.
2: Well, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about D&D. And I was thinking like right, how right. people's D&D characters they like to play are like. Kind of extreme version of themselves, but I feel like Josh is like quite a charismatic guy. Alan O'Dale, also quite charismatic. But if you were an evil bastard and well, you I, know, I, I like the stuff. My,
4: in my experience with Josh, like he, I have definitely seen him sort of set the wheels of something kind of humorous in motion, yes, uh, yeah, and then actually, he, uh, yeah. yeah, enjoy it himself, right? Like whether it's like pitting people against each other or like putting someone up to doing something ridiculous, right? And he gets to sort of sometimes he participates, but I definitely see like that a fire starter nature
2: but uh, yeah, right. and then like Aaron is very uh, uh not righteous but I can definitely see a younger Mitch in Aaron I think you know yeah. like uh, uh, in some ways I, I would say I mean I didn't know you when you were 20 no, but I was
4: a dickhead like
3: a real dickhead <laughs> when I was younger So
1: yeah you were Aaron
3: Yeah <laughs> Aaron's, like... Aaron's good though isn't he like isn't yeah, from but... what I've seen apart from fragging the kid you've kind well, of yeah also been little to known fact: nice Mitch used to be
1: a member of the church so there you go right. well i thought you said he killed a child <laughs> he used to kill
3: kids all the time it's
0: a real setback to his old okay, days no, i mean i did i did
4: no, him a after one. he slayed a
3: small child
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> interesting um no yeah I, I, I was just a dickhead i like kind of <laughs> yeah but i think that maybe a little naive but also just like I don't know, unaware of the machinations of more intelligent people around me. So, yeah, I I can see that. I feel
1: like you guys just think that... I
4: was easily goaded when I was younger. There you go. Mm. Uh,
1: I feel like you just think that I'm like Lycia because it's my job when I'm on the clock to enforce the rules.
2: No, I don't... No, that's not why I think you're like a caricature of Lycia. I think Lycia always tries to do good. And ever since I've known you, I feel like you try to do good. But Lycia just is... Way,
1: way in <laughs> the other way as
2: well. Alright, I extreme, guess that's not so. terrible.
1: Thanks, Brent.
2: Yeah. But yeah, that was my, um, my thought about, mm. but well, I, I think that's what people tend to when they play D&D characters is like something that they themselves can probably, you know, kind of morph into at times yeah because
3: the best i feel like the best lies have a grain of truth in them right Mm -hmm. and so the best characters have some like you need something that you can empathize with and then you just play it to an extreme yeah what do you
1: think that
4: is about what do you think about um johnny's character if anyone remembers johnny the wise
1: wise?
3: (laughs) do you feel like that was an extension of
1: johnny (laughs) Um... or uh doa's character
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) doa's character was incredible yeah yeah bendis was good stuff I, mean, uh-huh. I, I don't know. Bendis was pure comedy, though. That was just, mm-hmm. Doa, like, the character was just defined by his I, I- guess Joe likes
1: to make people laugh. Maybe well,
3: that's why. Here's the other thing, right?
0: Everybody who stands up in front of an audience and does stuff, they like the attention. You know, they don't, it doesn't have to turn them into a dick. You don't have to become no. a self-centered asshole. But we all have a part of ourselves that likes acting, likes performing, likes entertaining people and, you know, gets a rise out of when people enjoy your work. I just want to make people laugh. That's what i I
1: want to yeah. pass on a, a phrase or a word, I guess, that was used when I used to do Ren Fairs back in the day
5: mm-hmm.
1: for like those moments where people really want the center of attention. There's a difference between like enjoying the attention and then what we called PLAM, which stands mm. for please look at me.
5: Yeah. Ah,
0: yeah, (laughs) And
1: everyone knows when we get to please look at me and it's different, you know?
0: And and we can all sort of feel that part of ourselves, right? And some of us are better at keeping it in check than others. But if you just lean hard into that, you can create a Bendis ramble tune and entertain
2: (laughs)
1: everybody. (laughs) So wait, so Bren, how are you like Thoras?
4: He's a himbo.
2: Yeah, I think <laughs> sometimes uh, I, I don't know. I've been doing a lot of you know with COVID, you can reflect a lot on your life, mm-hmm. and uh, I've been thinking like, <laughs> wow, uh, I have been incredibly just earnest at times when uh, when speaking to people. So, and I think Thoras is quite is kind of like that, um, and he was also mm-hmm. a bit of an idiot, a <laughs> no. little, little bit naive, um, and with a focus on fitness.
5: He
1: mm. mm. uses words incorrectly sometimes. I'm, but, just I mean, that is I'm really just, me. just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. He refers to himself in
3: the third person. Never never <laughs> passed GCSE English. That's
2: true. Oh. Yeah, he didn't.
3: <laughs> I've been out with Brent so many times, and when he gets a couple of drinks in him, he says... Bren want to move on to next place. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's not true at all.
1: And actually, here's where you're like Alan, because I've watched you go to him into doing dumb things when he's in that state. Yes.
2: <laughs> Do you remember I um, was streaming and you tried to convince me to go on that ego website and hire four <laughs> <your> for the <laughs> stream right. content? Like to my, play uh, games with them? To play games like in a five-stack that would have been great. That's that a classic. Mean, that would be an yeah, Alan move, yeah. you know. This is what I'm talking about. You know, you're you pulling elements of uh, of Alan into your real life. Mm.
1: So, which of your ideas was it to dress up like anime girls and do the dance from the beginning of?
2: Oh, that
3: was me on oh, the future.
1: Uh, probably all right. Brent. Checking.
5: Yeah,
3: that was that's a idea, right? I don't think, so that's, I don't not think not
2: Josh
4: that's fair. Watches, uh, Love is War, right?
3: Yeah, no, I I had no idea what
4: the yeah, anime dance even was. Incredible show, to be fair.
1: I'm not going to lie. Agree. I found Love is War kind of boring. I didn't get past like three episodes.
4: I mean, I just, just watch more episodes. It's so good. I'm I love gonna,
1: anime for the record, chat. I do. I love anime. But I, I found love, love anime. I boring. swear
4: it's I'm endearing. a weeb. <laughs> I'm <It's in, laughs> still a weeb. It's endearing and it's funny. And I mean, the, 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 the characters all have a purpose, right? Mostly to fuck everything up between the two main characters. But it's, it's oh, extra. like our chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah gosh, kind like that. Yeah, nice. yeah, like yeah. That. Anyway, we have uh, a ton to get through today, I believe. So,
1: how is Joe like Alika? Well, I mean, I guess Alika was made for so,
0: him. <laughs> Alika was—I, uh, the dungeon master, tends to have a god complex. We'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> needs to be in control of everything at all times. Wants everyone to have fun, but also likes pulling all the strings. Um yeah, honestly, I, I, mean, I wrote Alika, but Bren's the one who brought her to life in the first place. So,
1: so
2: are I'm you just, Korak? No. Yep. <laughs> there. Yep. There. <bear>. Yep. There. <laughs> yeah. One of my Joe favorite. I wrote Alika into the, into the first town mm-hmm. as like a little way, I think, for the party to discover, I guess, that there was like two sides almost, two two factions inside the town. Um and Olika was like part of almost like on one side of it. Mm-hmm. Um but I just turned her into a little Twitch meme machine, a bit like Jaws. <laughs> so you're
5: saying we out...
2: <laughs> Aww. I swear to God, Jaws' vocabulary is fifty percent Twitch memes. Oh, like, oh yeah. I go, I go downstairs yes. and we're in the kitchen, and he's just saying Ram Ranch, five yeah. men on their backs, <laughs> 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 I'm just for
5: good
4: paying Twitch memes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh Zoomers
4: he taught me what Sag was, thankfully. Yeah, she's... Oh, she's
5: gracious.
4: <laughs> what, is,
3: what, what is Ram Ranch? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, oh, I, I just Googled know. it and it says 18 Naked Cowboys in the Showers at Ram Ranch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, been re- he's been referencing that a lot. Okay, I mean, there we go. Is that
1: in reference to your house, Brett? <laughs>
3: uh, the album that it comes from is called 12 Inch Cock, so that really <laughs> might give yeah. some kind of idea of what music that
4: uh, sad girl yeah. is it how much I, I fucking know. thanks daddy's in i mean it's it's spelled sad so i'm 28 years old like i'd really like i have to rely on people like jaws to explain. jaws is 27 he, he just told turned you're 27 younger yesterday. than you Oh, he's an infant. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the years; it's he, the mileage. He is like a direct you said he's an infant to, to and
1: Josh, who are both younger than.
4: Yeah, I mean, no, no he's just—he's he's just, like—he's got like, the cerebro of memes, dude. Right? He's just fucking jacked in, and he's just getting fed <sighs> all these ridiculous isms.
1: Tell you what, okay. Except for Joe, you're all infants.
4: Yeah, there you go, Sadga. Right? I don't know why it's—I mean, I guess Papaga Sadga. Yeah, mm,
0: yeah. That yeah. tracks. Anywho, okay. How do we feel about playing some D anD D? Yeah, let's, let's
2: yeah.
1: Do it. I guess that's what we're here for, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not gonna go back to slate. I'm gonna we're gonna keep that in the vod this time. <clears throat> a veil that hides the city's wonder, a sword that tears thieves' flesh asunder, an eye that flays those who trespass a mirror that turns flesh to glass. These are the spells that protect Kryas, the hidden kingdom, where the teachings of the great mage Ioth and the secrets of dawn magic still survive. Our heroes seek the means to overcome these spells, steal the Book of Dawn, and use its power to end a civil war and banish a dragon older than the world itself. To do so, they have come to the wood elf city of Lunasa, where three powerful fairy kings and queens gather for a wedding. Meve of the Golden Hair, an enchantress whose schemes have caused the elves much grief. The Lady Rowan, a harsh and severe unseely queen whose enchanted wand can liquefy mortals into piles of disgusting sloth. And the May King, a wild nature spirit with a wandering eye. All the autumn woods watch with bated breath as the fairy wedding draws close. Our heroes must earn the favor of one of these archfey and obtain a relic they can use to enter Cryos. But meddling in the affairs of fairies is as perilous as dealing with infernals and slaying dragons. What choices will our heroes make and what consequences will those choices have? Welcome officially... To episode 8, the arc finale of Quest for the Book of Dawn, Arc 4, the Fairy Wedding. I'm Tormented by Gnomes. As usual, I'll be your dungeon master this evening. Joining us are Bren, Ash, Mitch, and Josh. And if you've missed the last couple episodes, which you can watch on YouTube, they we are they just slew a dragon and teleported <laughs> to the city of Lunasa. There are five days until the wedding of Neve of the Golden Hair and the May King. They've been plotting, trying to decide who they're going to ally with. Some of them have other business in the city. They're trying to decide, are they going to make the wedding go super well, make the wedding an absolute cluster, or try to get the wedding called off? That's where we left our heroes. What do you do?
3: Well. Shit, I don't know. I think think we had agreed to split up and look for clues, basically. To go and, because we all had roles in the wedding, right? And so the idea was to go and kind of feel out each of the camps and see which was the most reasonable.
1: And I think for the first time ever, Alan and Lysha were close to agreeing on something.
3: Weird. Aaron
4: had, he wanted to commune briefly with his. Azumar's spirit guide, he's a mentor, he's custodian.
2: Mm. And didn't Josh want to tap yeah. into that line?
3: Alan Adele wanted to follow along and just be like, hey, sorry about this. Just intruding, <laughs> don't mind me,
1: because I. I just repaid my debt. The odds are... I think I had to go figure out how to pay a sky-clad armor smith for some dragon scale armor that was way did, outside of my price smith range
4: skyclad that seems really
0: unsafe well she doesn't yeah, normally she... work with like actual metal it's all leathers and such also that was right. another detail i didn't invent but it's canon now so we're here <laughs>
1: uh it was how lisha was trying to get Aaron to go do the favor mm-hmm. for her yeah, he but just but kind of ignored has... that part
4: everyone has stuff to do <laughs> well you, you know... went and
1: did it He brought the scales there. Now I have to figure out how to pay for it because I don't know how much money it costs.
4: I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll
1: pay for it, and I'm going to get there and find out it's a bajillion dollars. Right.
4: Yeah, I mean, well, we we, we all got some money, but why don't you ask the dingus with the bag of holding?
1: Because he lied to me about how much was in it and probably won't help me.
3: (laughs) Dingus is very helpful. (laughs) <laughs> Alan Odingis Dale is a very, very helpful man. And he and besides, will only I put believe... you up for a horrific loan if you like ask it, him for money.
4: I believe you only realized your dragon armor was a plus one to your AC.
1: Yeah, it was. The reason that it might still have been beneficial, though, is its resistance to all like dragon breath abilities. And if we're someday facing Shardalon, Shardalon uh, is when it could be useful.
4: Sure. He's not a green dragon, though far so, as we know. Um, no,
1: but it still works against green, against other dragons for other reasons. Yeah, resistance. listen,
4: I mean, Eren is I Aaron is not going to allow uh I, I don't he would not if he had to say he would not allow Alan to intrude on his situation, but I'm quite sure that Alan has ways of uh you know, gaining access to conversations or places that he otherwise shouldn't. So
3: <laughs> Invisibility Alan, Alan is going to ask very nicely whether he can uh, also, talk to a Flumgaloff or whatever his name was, <laughs> your very it. important spiritual guide. And if you say no, mm-hmm. Alan's going to say, That's absolutely reasonable. And Alan's going to sneak in anyway. <laughs> so-
4: <laughs> explain to me how convening with my, with Anglef goes. It is, it is a metaphysical conversation, is it not?
0: So he's spoken to you in dreams before. Uh I believe yes. he also told you that you could invoke his name to summon him if you had to uh, right, so you could either essentially try praying um to establish establish mental commune or you could invoke his name and actually summon him in person
4: right um okay, I think it would be Aaron would look for a secluded place. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in which to do this, yeah, some some copes of trees here in Lunasa
0: that yes. is So brutal. keep keep in mind, for the most part, Lunasa is a city of these gigantic trees rising from the ground and where the trees, the roots actually meet the ground is part of the border because, uh, in case folks missed out on this the city of Lunasa was in the path of a huge fire caused by a wild magic surge at Doton's Rock like three campaigns ago and the only way that they saved the city was by shifting it between the mortal world and the fairy other world. And the ground is sort of part of that border area. So essentially mm-hmm. everywhere you're, you go, you're in these hundred, multi-hundred foot tall trees that are rising up. And so instead of it being an individual tree, you'd find, you know, coverage in it'd be some branch or outcropping because everything's built Ewok village style. Uh, the The trees are also magically grown to form living chambers and, and buildings and such. That being said, that's just flavor text, and you can still do the thing you were trying to do. Right.
4: Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, uh, he, he will look for somewhere that's that's shaded. I don't think he's aware of what is Alan asking to join him?
3: Yes, Alan's... Oh, are you, are you off to talk to uh, a mongolef? Uh, I would very much like to discuss things with him as well. We have a delightful harp, and things will go very much smoothly if I'm able to talk to uh, old codger from the Court of Stars. Uh, he has something that he promised to me.
4: Oh, you know what I hate is that Aaron
0: trusts Alan.
4: Yeah,
3: <laughs> a terrible decision, really.
4: In game, he he, I mean, despite he he never really knew what went on with uh with um the Arakokra village, right? So he actually, mm. I don't think he has a specific reason not to trust Alan. So. It's
3: absolutely uh, imperative Aaron. Uh
4: sure. I mean uh, yeah, I was just going to see if I could I don't know if you'll come or or whatever but yeah, if you have questions, I suppose. Yeah, I was, I'll, um, I'll
3: leave you to it and you just you just call me at the end of your conversation and I'll I'll just pop in at the end and you know collect a harp and it'll all be fine. Um
4: uh, Oh, yeah. I guess that's fine. Sure. I'll I'll let him know. <laughs> Aaron just walks off. Like.
3: I'm um, gonna I'm gonna follow him from a safe distance. Okay, roll you know, stealth give him check. A bit of privacy. Give him a bit of privacy, but still follow him. Yeah, but not really. Give him a little bit of privacy. Eh, well, you know, just on the outskirts of being able to overhear and eavesdrop. Hmm. Uh. Ba-ba-da-ba-ba. There we go. Just had to adjust something. So,
1: so what you mean is the illusion of privacy?
0: Exactly. cool, sure. Aaron, what's your passive perception? Uh. Yeah, 15. 15? Okay, yeah. you you notice Alan creeping up behind you, attempting to be stealthy, <laughs> <laughs> and this is why oh. we started an hour early, folks.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can come with me, Alan. It's okay. Um, uh, it,
3: it, um... No, 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 no. It's 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 fine. I'm just here to look at the trees and things. You you go on ahead. I'll I'll be fine here. Uh, right. I mean.
5: Okay, yeah, yeah
4: right. <laughs> Aaron is very confused right now. Uh,
3: I'm, having been detected, I'm now going to uh, have my little bird that I have awakened.
6: Master, you have bequeathed me with sentience. Why have you torn me from the sweet bosom of ignorance? Please give me purpose.
3: <laughs> shush, 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 little sparrow. Shush. <laughs> yeah. Don't be so... Bloody lippy. (laughs) Did
6: you realize I've just become aware of the concept of my own mortality? That was never something I thought about earlier.
3: (laughs) Well, as long as you stay with me, little sparrow, you won't have to worry about that mortality. If you go fluttering off into the world, though, you'll be squashed like the tiny little prey animal that you are. So stick with me, and you won't go too far wrong. I'm just going to have you do some nice little tasks. Nothing bad is going to happen to you as long as you stay with old Alan.
6: Uh-huh. Did you know that birds are actually incapable of crying? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, then you shan't have to weep for your mortality when you eventually must make the decision to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm <laughs> going to tell the birds to silently follow um silently follow Erin and report back to me every couple of minutes with his location and what he's up to
6: brief respite
3: from the meaningless of, of reality. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and it flutters yes. off. Now, now, but tweet, you motherfucker! Stop talking! That only gives me about 280 characters to
6: work with! What if I need more than that? <laughs> <laughs> Did you give your bird a name?
3: No, I haven't named it yet. I haven't really got that close of an attachment with it yet. Alan definitely just sees it as a sparrow that Happens to be sentient now rather than a uh a thing that he should care for. I mean he's gonna he's gonna make sure it survives because it suits his ends, but nothing much more.
1: Alan's a dick. <laughs> I mean really? it's a, it's a...
3: <laughs> you think?
0: <laughs> My god. Oh lord. Alright. So Aaron wanders off to go commune with Amgalf. And mm-hmm. a completely, you know, normal bird, the the trees are filled with chirping little sparrows and such, flitters and chirps nearby, perhaps a little bit more morose, a sad bird, a wise <laughs> bird, but that's really difficult to read because they don't have lips and, you know, they've got those tiny eyes with no irises or anything. So, it, you know how hard it is to, to get a, I have just been informed that birds do have tear ducts, but I imagine they can't sob, so we'll meet halfway on that. <laughs>
1: Elephants
0: can cry. It's, I believe it's that.
1: Relevant.
0: Everything about elephants is depressing. All right, Aaron, what'll it be?
4: Right. So, yes, I will I will invoke the name of Angleth. I have the air of someone who has no idea how prayer works. You know, he's heard mm-hmm. about it. He's seen people in the streets do it, but it never really made sense. So he's just going to look around and maybe, like, you know, speak the name mm-hmm. uh, within his vicinity but not, uh, not particularly know what to do about uh, summoning him.
5: A voice echoes in your mind.
0: You called. Um.
4: Yes. Uh. I, I want to know if you know who my father
0: is. Yes, I do. Any other questions?
5: <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs>
0: Who is my father? Ah. Your father was once a fellow watcher in the sky like myself. He grew distracted where his gaze should have been lifted upwards towards the hungry dark toward your world against the things that lurked between the worlds themselves. His eyes strayed and his heart strayed into the world below. He became enamored of its delights and caught up in the justices and injustices he perceived there. He forsook his duty and left our court long, long ago. Why would he be here Why
4: would he be partaking in a fairy wedding?
0: I have to assume it has something to do with his mortal-ish appetites these days. Excuse me, my divine cell phone just went off. One moment, please.
1: (laughs) Is he the silver knight?
5: Is he the father of my people? Are we related?
0: The DM isn't that clever. No. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Yes. I just, there was an issue back at the office. But no, he, he's be. fallen for mortal women and partaken of mortal delights and fought in mortal wars before.
4: What happens to your kind when they get, as you put it, wrapped up in the, in the
0: mortal world? Or Our kind. Um, yeah. What
5: happens? some of their light
0: fades the fall can be scarring for some those who willingly jump tend to take less damage on impact if you get me but much of his uh, divine essence remains
5: unfortunately to Azimar or i mean he is like you but he is not like you
4: Will I recognize him when I see him.
0: If he wants you to, I assume he's good at concealing his nature.
5: What's his name? Oliver. Oliver? Olico? <laughs> no. Uh,
0: because you're in mental contact with him, the spelling conveniently. <laughs> appears is also transcribed. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. It's, it's very similar in at least some ways to Omgalef's own name. They were part of the same rank, the same wing, if you will, of guards in the sky.
4: So, oh, I mean, realistically, I mean, um, there isn't much known about him, right? Like from, from, from where the Asimara are concerned, they haven't really been monitoring him that closely. It's as if he's fallen off their radar, essentially.
0: Mm-hmm. They try to keep okay. track of him when they can. But he has powers of his own. He is adept at avoiding scrutiny. And plus, one thing about the Court of Stars is as much as they might be busybodies at times, especially when cosmic elements are concerned, you know, that they really aren't too much into the traditional piety thing. So if somebody wants their freedom, if they're not wreaking havoc on reality, they tend to get it. They, they are socially, you know, looked down upon. And frowned upon as derelictors of duty, but their own freedom and their own will is allowed to, to take hold.
4: So, do they become exiled in a sense, or like would they? Is it something you had to be redeemed from? Is it considered a detestable, you know, divergence from the path that was set?
0: Yeah, it's before? considered desertion. The Celestials oh, are—they okay, sure. stand watch yeah. at the edge of creation. They are the guards along the firmament. They're there to make sure that nothing like the One Flesh or the Infernals can ever come to Anakra again. It's a holy, sacred duty, the ultimate sacrifice. And to turn your back on it and to say hey, you know what? I'm effectively immortal. I'm going to go party in the mortal world is a, a huge no-no. But it's a huge no-no in the way of like you know, God, what a waste, what a slob, a deserter. It's a cool. huge social scorn thing. But it's not the same as, say, Lucifer falling. Okay.
4: Uh, I I think he has one more question for Anger. Mm-hmm. Anger, how I don't, how acquainted are you with my companions, specifically the the half elf? Do you can you glean anything from uh, about his nature? I find it a little bit hard to uh, understand him.
0: He is cunning and deceptive and calculating. And what little he truly holds worth to him is far from his grasp. So he clutches at many, many other things. And he's very good at it.
4: Right. Yeah, everyone didn't really detect any of those things from him. So, I mean, this mm-hmm. is, yeah. Uh, right. I will, uh, I will keep that under my, my hat then. I I, I guess I'm going to meet my father. I, I have no idea why he's here. I, I fear that... This wedding could be extremely dangerous. I, I can't I can't I can't really predict the behaviours of these fave. My job is supposed to be to protect people. But how do I protect people if there are so many amongst us that are, are trying to subvert this wedding for their own evil desires?
1: Evil <laughs> how, like,
4: how do I how do immoral. I live up to my
0: duty here? Ernest. I would look to those doing the weddings themselves. Earnest. The designs of the Fay are layered in upon themselves. I doubt you will find any of the participants in this wedding have sincere desires. All of them are couched within schemes against each other. Imagined slights and grasps for power against each other. The wedding itself is no sacred thing.
4: All right. Well, thank you. Uh, for your guidance, as as always. Uh, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but... Oh, by the way, um, Alan said he wanted to talk to you. Are you interested in that? Is that a thing you do? Uh, I I don't really
0: know how this works. (laughs) He doesn't want want to talk to me. He doesn't want to talk to me. There's somebody else that he's interested in speaking to. I'll take care of it. I...
5: If right. I,
3: if I've had my little bird reporting back to me on the the comings and goings of this meeting, I'd like to take this opportunity to kind of stumble towards Erin as if I'm you know as if I didn't even realize that he was over there in this mm. copse of wood, and I, and I'm just going to kind of uh, oh are you you're about finished. Uh, do, do I see Onglef? or is no? He... You
0: just see Aaron and this sort of silvery light washing over him, like like okay. a light shining through a pool, ripples under, flowing over him.
3: Uh, well then, I'm going to I'm going to actually cast Detect Thoughts on him then, and I'm going to try and try and use that to figure out what stage of the conversation he's in and whether I can prompt him to send a message to Onglef. <laughs> Okay, hold on, let me pull this up.
4: Very quickly, Anglef said that he didn't want to to speak to Alan, that Alan actually was trying to reach someone else. Is that what he said?
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay, right. That is in fact what he said. Okay. All right, right. so to check thoughts, you think I know exactly how this works. You initially learned the surface thoughts of the creature. So I imagine that you would, depending on where you came into the conversation, you you would be aware of Aaron's surface thoughts, so what he's transmitting in prayer and what he's receiving, like the actual text of the conversation, mm. um, at whatever point that you came back in.
3: Sweet. Well, then I'm going to wait until he asks questions about about uh, about me, mm-hmm. and I'm going to attempt to... <laughs> um. What, what I'm really aiming to do here is intrude upon the conversation itself through some combination of both detect thoughts and suggestion. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking about casting suggestion itself, but my aim here by combining these spells in some way is to convey a message through to Omglef mm-hmm. to kind of intrude, to butt in on the conversation that's happening within his head, whether that's by suggesting that he think in my voice to Omglef. <laughs> or by maneuvering detect thoughts as, like, instead of digging deeper to, like, project mm-hmm. my own message.
0: Well, I mean, if you were Thoras, master of the mental mindscape, then this would be an easy task. Really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> would you could just,
4: just penetrate me mentally. If you yeah.
0: <laughs> not again. Please not again. <laughs> yup, bear. Um, as, as so, you yep. Do you uh, want me to cast suggestion upon him then are you going to cast suggestion on like, aaron
3: yeah my 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 aim, like as it's written, would then be to cast suggestion upon him mm-hmm. and tell him to uh to facilitate a conversation between me and umlyph okay all right, that's a saving
0: throw, and if I recall correctly, it's a wisdom saving throw. And Uh, I suppose I'd just shout
3: something like, uh, oh, Aaron, I highly suggest you tell Onglef that I really desire to speak to him. So there are two ways
0: you could go about this. And this is the thing about surface thoughts, right? If you can read somebody's thoughts, you don't necessarily need to cast magic to make them think of something. You could just say, you know, quick, don't think about purple elephants. Yeah quick or like hey do you know the password they don't tell you the password but they think the password and now you have the password so you could just do the inception thing but that because he's in direct mental contact and his surface thoughts aren't being read you're gonna hit him with suggestion
3: yeah i'm gonna hit him with suggestion because otherwise like i would be trying to get him to just communicate stuff to Omglef and what mm-hmm. i actually want is to talk to the the big guy himself
0: okay uh Aaron, do you have any sort of defenses against being charmed
4: uh, I don't think so. No, no, I don't.
0: All right, roll a wisdom saving throw. What's the DC on your saves, Alan?
3: Seventeen. You rolled a fourteen. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm afraid you're okay. compelled at least to facilitate a conversation with yep with okay. uh, with me and Onglef. All right, to at least argue on my behalf. Yeah, well, I mean, I, he, he said he specifically wanted to talk to you. Like, he,
4: he, I mean, like, he he stopped me. He knew, I mean, I told him when I was going to talk to you, but he, he. I think he really wants to, I mean, can you suggest, Josh, what it is exactly that I'm I'm trying
3: to say to him? Uh yeah, I would say something like, Aaron, I strongly suggest you tell him that if he needs to talk to me about that harp. I have fulfilled his debt. Get, Got to get him in touch with me. I thought these quarter-stars people, they didn't give up on a debt.
5: Right,
4: um, right. Well, I will. I will. Yeah, I will convey. I will try and
0: convey exactly that. Then I'm I don't think that
1: About was on the
0: hop. The, <sighs> the silvery light that's the silvery light that's watching over Aaron moves like a spotlight. Like somebody's got the bat signal up above <laughs> and just they <like, laughs> scan it over to Allen.
3: Oh, oh, hello there.
0: <laughs> so what? All dent? You think? You can't keep track of which denizen of the Court of Stars is which. All of us celestial types are the same to you. That was never me involved in that. That was dear to it, the Troubadour of Stars. I wasn't even involved, tangentially involved in that conversation. But oh, I know what you want. You want your special magical glass harp, and you think you yes. came up with a clever way to commit an act of good in order to be rewarded, but you're always one step ahead, aren't you? Well, I'll tell you what. We do in fact fulfill all debts and it's on its way. But I'm watching you.
3: Excellent. Thank you, I'm glad, thank you. That's exactly, that's all I wanted. Thank you, all oh, wise and wonderful Court of Stars. I absolutely did you up in any sense. I'm going to kind of grovel away. Just grovel backwards out of, the, out of the... As you move out of the light, like it,
0: it jerks towards you. <fart noise> and then it goes back to Aaron. Yeah, I'm just
4: going
3: to retreat into the woods um, and recall my know, bird.
4: Do I know that I've been on a suggestion?
3: Red is written. I I'm don't know sure. that you do. I don't think so. Unless yeah, it, it fails.
0: It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't say that.
3: All right. Well,
4: uh, thanks, Anglif. Yeah, I guess that um, that that clears that up. Uh, I'll try and keep you updated. I really have no idea what's going to happen at this wedding. All I know is we're trying to get this. We're trying to get into the realm of Christ. and This has obviously been drawn out a long uh, a long way. But hey, at least there's maybe been some character development amongst our party. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure. Maybe <laughs> maybe the. I mean, anyway thank you uh and i hope that my father is not as strange as you make him out to be
0: i would guard your heart Sheet. all right <laughs> and the light right. fades I mean, away
4: yeah following that Aaron probably just goes about the rest of his uh
0: his evening let's cut over so- yeah
1: no, go, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I was
0: literally going to say let's cut over to Thoras and Elisha. I'm going to use the bathroom, so that works.
1: Um, I would be using that evening to perform a divination ritual. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you just saw Mitch dabbing in the background, but that was the thing.
0: I missed it, unluckily.
1: Um. <laughs> uh, and and uh, you know, in a, kind of alone in the room, if at all possible, don't really mm-hmm. want too many. Spectators. Uh, trying to ask which uh supporting which of the three Fae will cause the least harm to my people. Hmm. Hmm. If I yeah, because I because I could say like my people and my party, but I think she's more concerned with her people. Like if the party mm-hmm. the party exists to fight things, right? So she wants to know like Her peeps have been through enough. She doesn't know if one of the Fae is the reason that the fire burned through her homeland because she doesn't know she did it. And And you're not uh, asking
0: about that specifically. You're not not asking asking
1: specifically about that. She's asking which is going to cause the least harm to her people. She might someday ask how that fire occurred. But that's a story for when she loses her mind.
0: (laughs) Okay, divination. You ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days.
1: Can be a short phrase, response, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. But yeah, she's basically asking which of the three, supporting which of the three fey will cause the least harm to the Huldra.
0: Interesting. Okay. Let me mm. let me think about this for a moment because it's kind of fraught. like that. Fraught. <clears throat> kind of fraud.
4: I mean, there's like how many different agendas are at work here? <laughs>
0: a lot. There are a lot. And yeah. honestly one of, it's it's not a regret but uh, I had originally intended for you to meet all the players along the way uh, but then sure. there were 50 acts of God and, you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the notes went out the door. We
1: ended up where we ended up. Exactly.
0: <laughs> you know? we. Uh, this is the journey that so we're all Rowan.
1: that we have met is the Lady Rowan.
5: Mm-hmm. The man with roots for
0: boots cares not for your people, neither good nor ill. But if the lady goes unappeased, no. But Lunasa will pay an awful price if the lady does not get her will.
1: Are they both called the lady?
0: Rowan, specifically. I'll throw that one in for free. Essentially, Mm -hmm. the making is the most neutral with regards to your people and the least meddlesome with regards to your people. But if the lady Rowan doesn't get her way, Lunasa will suffer.
1: no the problem is that if supporting supporting and then obviously nothing of neve of the golden hair
0: she she has designs that will meddle with your people lady rowan has designs that will meddle with your people the may king doesn't really care about your people which is a safe place to be when you're dealing with the fae but the lady rowan has a contingency plan
1: Father Mucker. <laughs> okay. Well, that's useful information. That she'll try to share with the people in her party that she thinks are compassionate and might care. Does um, that mean
5: not me?
1: <laughs> How did you guess? No, why she'll why probably share it with you too.
4: thoughts her, bruh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's interesting. Um.
1: Um, so yeah she would after performing her divination Mm. ritual she'd you know clean up her space so it didn't look to anyone who popped in like she might be doing that and then think for the first time that she wonders what might have happened to her parents but they probably died in the fire and go looking uh for the refugees from her town if there are any
0: all right what about Thoras?
2: Hmm, good question what about Thoras? Because, I mean, he's just polishing his axe, you know, while everybody goes their separate ways, mm. um, which is, that is not a euphemism? a euphemism. It's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. by that. It is a, a tick that he has developed. Um, Thoras doesn't really know. He's a little bit conflicted right now because mm. uh, he's got to go to this wedding to be the champion for the big scary lady. And. He's got, he's got some, I mean, listen, he's pretty dumb, but he's got some bad vibes from that entire area of the world. Like, d- just spending time around. It. He's like, okay, are we the baddies? You know, if I join her, <laughs> is, is this the, the bad section? So he doesn't really know what's the best way to go about this. Um, so I suppose he would, I don't, I don't know. What was Thoras mm. doing in this scenario? He wants to know more. Because you lot have been like, oh, let's play them against each other. But Thoras doesn't... He wasn't doing that. Or like, what is what is the... Uh, we were discussing what's the best option for the the least lack... Uh, the least loss the least of calm. life. Yeah, do, do you
4: want
0: to like yeah. just call the party together, exchange information so everyone's on the same page, and then have this discussion? Or is Thoras going off on his own right now?
2: Well, we had a small conversation at the end of the last episode... Mm. Where it was like, you know, I think we, we think...
4: agreed that we'd all go to different ones, or or at least um, I think I thought that the
0: three
3: of you were going to different ones, or or something. Yeah, I think we agreed to just feel out each of the camps to get a feel for like what,
1: and I think we're, how we're how gonna we gonna reconvene got. with more information, right?
3: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah.
2: Saurus is. The, the, the trouble is his his evolution of a character. He's he wants to protect the weak now. Like that's one of his core concepts. And I, I, this is another thing that I've been thinking about in the shower as well. Is <laughs> it, you know how much of Goliath culture is just the environmental part of them growing up in that culture, and how much of it is just a racial thing.
1: Nature versus nurture is what yeah. you're saying.
2: Yeah. How much? Uh, how much of it is? Uh, is you know the nurture aspect of of growing up in Goliath culture? Because he's the sole survivor of his clan. He's pretty young mm-hmm. for Goliath. Um, yeah. And I wonder if that could affect him in some way.
0: I would say that at least in Anakra uh goliaths are capable you know obviously if you are just bigger and stronger than a lot of folks around you that does tend to change how you see the world but otherwise goliaths are as capable of uh multifaceted life experiences as anyone else you know you've got humans living all sorts of different cultures around the world goliaths are just as uh malleable Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, and I think Thoras has came to that same conclusion. So, you know what? <laughs> Thoras is going to break the mold a little bit with Goliaths and he's going to, you know, while polishing his axe, he's going to go pay a visit to the king. To my hmm. king? Yeah. Ah, And he's going to kind of just... Does he have a rough idea of whereabouts he is in the city? Yeah. To where his, so,
0: his to give you is? folks some context here, this is the central tree and this is where the the Holdra are primarily located including the prince of the city of lunasa the autumn queen is expected to arrive tomorrow the lady rowan is expected to arrive the day after that ignore the fact that it says it's like 100 miles i don't know what scales on this map the may king and his entourage are over here the lady neve and her entourage are over here so you do it is pretty easy for you to get directions and head in that direct and head that way
2: alright yeah I'm gonna head over there everyone's going off to do their own thing I'm like mm-hmm. let's go Thoras is gonna get to the bottom of this alright uh, as you
0: walk across the bridges and navigate your way through the city, which is no small task. It's, it's all sorts of different levels, and there's some ladders involved. It's pr- actually pretty easy for you. But for folks who didn't grow up in a vertical climate, the city would be very daunting. Hmm. They, The Holdra have guards posted at each of the fairy camps, and they've made very clear rules that the fairies are only allowed in their own areas until the wedding proper. The May King's trees... ...have visibly changed. Where all the other trees are these luscious gold, red, and crimson tones of autumn... ...the May King's trees seem to be sprouting trees out of those branches... ...with lots of pale green leaves. Hawthorn trees and gnarled bushes sprout up all over the place. Mm. And sprites, small armed fae, flit from bush to bush watching you carefully... There are dryads and other plant spirits all over the place, sort of chasing each other, having parties, just sort of watching quietly from their own area. It is a different energy than the Lady Rowan's court had, where there was this undercurrent of predation and violence. Here, it seems to be a lot more... There's still energy in the air, there's still this tension, but it's it's more like a spring morning than a hmm. knight surrounded by wolves hmm. Hmm. you are permitted Fine. into the courtroom where you come face to face with the may king himself his feet trail off into roots that curl around and even meld with the wood of the tree upon which he stands his fingers are long slender and pliant like Like, young green branches. Uh He has slender facial features and a beautiful wooden mask that isn't covering his face. It's sort of, you know, held up here. His eyes are pools of green. And he moves slowly but gracefully, sort of clinging to things, propping himself up on them. And whenever he touches the living trees, again, his fingers and his feet sort of burrow into them, slide into them as if they're one in the same, merging and parting as he moves around. He's he also does not sit
2: still. Hmm. He's like a good guy. And I am in the throne room. Mhm, which is more just
0: like a place he's decided to set up shop. It's a it's a hmm. large uh crook in the trees, you know, in a large tree you would have like where the where the limbs and the boughs come into the central trunk, except that it's the trunk is so huge and the branches are so huge that you can have this little open air courtroom atop it.
2: Uh, and who is surrounding the making? There are several dryads. There's all sorts of these little sprites.
4: I'm up, dude.
0: <laughs> they're they're all armed with arrows and they're all watching you carefully. And they seem to be wearing thorns. Uh, but his entourage, there's no, like, gigantic swole lads like the Lady mm-hmm. Rowan had. There are a couple of oh, treants, really? however, you know, live Ents, basically, that are serving as his honor guard. One at his left and one at his right.
5: Zoras,
2: bane is here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was waiting for, like, some grand speech.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he is. Hi. Uh, uh, uh,
5: uh,
0: your name is. <laughs> uh, you can't have that. That's mine. <laughs> you may oh. call me the May King or the White Thorn Prince or <laughs> the Man. I just main... understood your joke about the the names. <laughs> He smiles, yeah. he, sort of, he sort of grins at you, and he stops twitching, yeah. and he, he sits down, he puts his hand under his chin, he's looking at you, he's clearly entertained.
2: Yes, now, I, listen, I have been all, well, I haven't been around that much, but I've been spending time with the, the Rowan lady, and wow, she is, I mean, she's pretty scary, this place though, yeah, she nice. is nice. I I like what you got going on. You got sprites messing around. Yeah, a lot of a lot of wood. So there's actual light here. It's nice, kinda right? S- you can kind of see what you're eating. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like your stuff.
5: Yeah, I like What's my stuff point? too. <laughs> so what what are you doing here?
0: Well, <laughs> he he waves one of the sprites over like. Flies over, whispers. <laughs> getting married.
2: Getting married? You? Yeah, yeah. You look so young. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's. Wow.
0: You know, Why? It's, it's really more of a state of mind than it is about actual years. You know what I mean?
2: Well, kind of. Thoraz oh, sometimes right? thinks about, uh, you know. To age, I, Thoris doesn't know anyone who's older than, like, 50. So Thoris kind of doesn't, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, it's a weird one, huh? Yeah. Yeah, time is weird. So why are you getting married? Sounded like fun. Ah. So, okay. Thoris, here's the thing. Marriage doesn't really happen in Goliath uh, culture. Or well, maybe it does. I don't know. I didn't really get that far. Um... <laughs> It, it, yeah, I don't know. The idea of uh, committing yourself to someone, Thoras feels like he could commit himself to the axe. That's probably about as far as he will go. You know?
5: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> stand here. <laughs> he just sits there <laughs> looking at oh. you.
3: Well, uh, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> walk
5: away. What the
3: fuck? Fantastic reconnaissance mission. <laughs> right, he just...
0: He wishes you a fond farewell and just goes right back to what he was doing as you walk off.
2: <laughs> Alright, and I'm... I Thoras is going to be very proud of himself and say, okay, there's one off the list. So I can <laughs> do it. And now I'm going to go over to the Apple cam. Okay. Uh, you're
0: gonna get, head over to the Sealy Court, over off yonder. The Sealy Court is, the, the trees here are strung with floating golden lights, and as you look closer, you see that the lights themselves are actually tiny pixies and fairy of all sorts flitting around in golds and purples and also and blues and lovely mm. colors. The air is filled with music. It's like they've strung lanterns everywhere. There's flowers blossoming and trellises set up. There's music and people dancing in circles, all sorts of different fae. Uh, you see at least one unicorn standing nobly off to the side. The music is heartbreakingly beautiful. Everything here is glowing with light. And in the center of it is a bower, a gigantic, sort of a, a walled in, just a wall of flowers, of trellised flowers, with a hanging bed in the middle of it, which is where Neve reclines with her court.
2: Wow. This place is nice. Am I in the court?
0: Yeah, you're. You're just outside, and uh, you are accosted by a pixie who demands to know what your business is
2: here. Just kind of looking around, to be honest. Thoras is, I don't know. Thoras doesn't really know much about trees or fairies. Just, you know, I'm normally what would I be doing if I didn't have to go to a wedding? Thoras, I think would, I think Thoras would just be working out. but you know Thoras is trying to expand his horizons you know what I mean I'm trying to start talking to people from place to place you know what I mean god help me (laughs) (laughs) how are you at dancing
0: Thoras The, the pixie asks
2: Thoras is pretty good at dancing with the blades if that's what you mean <laughs> ooh, that Uh-oh. sounds kind of violent
0: Uh-oh. I don't know it's a little edgy for these you know it's I'm sure that that you know it's 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 a, well, it's a, it's a cultural thing I'm sure it's thing. beautiful
2: but Thoras very good at blades but like I said trying to open up the horizons so Thoras you mm-hmm. want to teach Thoras to dance Thoras will dance like small people yes What? Yeah. Your voice is a, yes, my skull.
1: <laughs> come play with us, Thoras. <laughs> Thoras, come what? play with us. Roll a wisdom fortified.
2: saving throw. Oh, my mental is strong. My mental is strong. The, it's not...
0: Oh, yeah. his mental is strong. Natural twenty. Wow. Okay, uh, you it's you blirky. are welcome to dance with the fay, but you are not ensorcelled to be compelled to dance with the fae to such a degree that you would have just kept dancing until you collapse from exhaustion at the at some
2: point hours mm. later i will show you the dance of my people when i get time <laughs> but thoras is very busy little tiny beings so thoras thoras will maybe see you later i don't know very busy <laughs> Time. I, I know, right? <laughs> Time sucks. Am I allowed to walk in? Are you going to try to walk
0: in? Roll a persuasion check. Let's see what sort of an impression you've made. They they were impressed by your ability to not get sucked into the oblivion dance, but ten. Hmm.
6: Mm glorious golden queen is resting, for though she does not need her beauty sleep, she stockpiles as much of it as possible, because you can never be too beautiful.
2: Oh. <laughs> she's sleeping?
6: Yes, of course.
2: Uh, why
6: do you need to sleep? Well, it's... I know mortals need to sleep, and, and it's not so much that she needs to sleep, but have you seen pictures of, like, beautiful women just sleeping surrounded by flowers. It's incredibly it's incredibly like aesthetic and sometimes
2: <laughs> they just like to lie that way for a while and just feel
6: radiant. For the gram? For the gram. Mm. <laughs>
2: yeah. Cucumbers yes. on the eyes and all. <laughs> That's a term I think I know. It's uh, part of Goliath hmm. culture. Thoras.
0: Draw a card from the Act of God deck.
1: Oh, Oh, dear. Here we go. I'm going to shuffle it first. Oh, boy.
0: All right. All right, let's play one. Yep, go ahead. The heck? Ooh, it's our new one. Ooh. Ooh. Earth's trove. Stones kissed by sunlight. The treasures of the world. Nice. Okay. Uh... Give me a moment while I resolve that. What other... Yeah, so the, the queen, Neve of the golden hair, is super busy looking gorgeous. All
2: right, then, Pixies. Listen, I'm... I, I'll be real with you guys. I'm not good at this whole lion thing. I'm trying to get an idea of what's going on around here. If you're up front with me, I'll be up front with you. He says ah. to literal fairies. <laughs>
6: Beautiful, radiant, and luscious queen and eve of the golden hair, whose bounty and grace know no bounds whatsoever, is here to celebrate her glorious marriage in five days' time at spring's dawning to the Prince of May at his the height oh. of his flowering. I'm friends with him. <laughs>
1: flowering.
6: It means something different in this particular context, but there's probably something dirty there too, you know. <laughs>
2: Uh, Yeah, I know know that guy, the king.
0: They look at you,
2: you know, they give you a a scrutinizing look. Yeah, he's pretty cool. We were talking a little bit about, like, wood and stuff. Um,
1: (laughs) uh... What we know of the making, that makes sense.
3: Uh... (laughs)
2: Yeah, he seems like a, a a nice guy. Uh, yeah. How long they known each other?
6: Oh, since the dawn gave way to the four kingdoms, and they spread their light across the mortal world
2: and the whoa, other whoa, world. Whoa, 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 whoa! Say it again. But the, the but um maybe less with the fairy um, language. And what's wrong with fairy language, Goliath? Huh? Oh, nothing wrong with it. I just don't understand it. Mm, that's fair. Mortals are very dumb. Ah! Uh... Whoa, no, no, no. whoa, 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 whoa! Thoras is dumb, not mortals.
0: <laughs> they, they look at each other for a moment. You're not sure if they're confused
2: or moved. I'll tell you what. <laughs> We have a dance off. I win, and you let me join your gang. <laughs> join your gang? Oh no! If you, what have you if you,
5: done? If you win oh, this dance off, you want to join our gang?
2: Well, I become the leader. I'm stronger than all of you, so oh. this would work. And in Goliath culture, the strongest leads.
3: All right, the thoroughest version of politicking. Play me a beat.
5: <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. What is this Sorry, that's the new kid. He's always trying
2: to push yeah. his newfangled music on us Go away. Nobody uh... likes
6: you. Mm.
2: Of the wave. Is there some music playing right now? Oh yeah, totally. I don't have it in my soundboard, but you know, uh,
0: who can say where the Oh, it's road very like goes? serene
2: and very like yeah and
1: yeah yeah
2: okay. What I'm what did okay? Uh, so I would say okay. You guys go first. Let me see what you got. All right, and they, the the let's say the four or five of them all spontaneously
0: erupt with different colored lights they begin twirling and spiraling through the air surrounding each other and what the fuck is the performance
3: skill of a pixie <laughs> imagine not <laughs> taking the bard with you to do this as well just thoras in his big galumpin goliath shoes
0: uh, you know the the galumpin goliath is a really good tavern back in galajon if you ever get the shot
3: mm. mm-hmm
1: I feel like Thoras would have had a chance if this were the court of Lady Rowan where they're doing like a mosh pit and Absolutely, like, yeah. but uh, this one, I don't know. I don't That's know, what Brent. You think?
2: That's what you all think. All right. Thoras going outside of his comfort zone.
0: They they perform okay. a, a spiraling, beautiful dance.
2: Ah. Thoras gets the vibe here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he understands. He's he's seen the, enough of the world. He's seen Lady Rowan's court where they just kind of had a competition of who could he's stomp the, the hardest. Room, you know, you know the, yeah. He went to the king, and the king was like, you know, was kind of like, "Hey, what's up? How's it going? Kind of want to get married because it'll be fun." And he's like, "Well, it's a little bit odd, but you know, I get it. Kind of, maybe. I'm learning, trying to." Uh, and now he comes here and he sees the, the graceful movements. And what Thoras would like to do is Thoras would like to apply his knowledge of fighting forms, of movements Mm -hmm. and apply that in and sort of would would Thoras be able to attach similar flows, the similar movements, the the things that he's witnessed, would he be able to okay, here's what Thoras is going to do Thoras is going to close his eyes breathe in
4: Is Goliath fighting particularly Like, rhythmic and
2: flowing? Thoris makes it look like... Thoris is going to make it look good, don't worry.
1: (laughs) All I can think of right now is Avatar when they go to meet the dragons. That's exactly
2: what I was thinking about. I mean, I I haven't watched Avatar in ages, but... Right! Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Thoris is going to close his eyes. Deep breath. Axe outstretched, two arms holding onto it. Mm -hmm. And he's going to go through his drills slowly, trying to match the timing of the music. the Every movement of his axe... Well, not actually... So he's... so. Sorry. He's not going to use his axe. He's going to be assuming he has an axe in his hand as he goes through the movements. He's doing the forms so without yeah, the they're actual weapon. he's going through the forms of the axe. Mm-hmm. Stuff that... There's no goliath way of fighting it is pure berserking rage mm-hmm. but i think thoras has been at it a long enough time that he's got this you know like the drunken style of kung fu where it's yeah. just like it shouldn't work but it does and that's what he's gonna do he's gonna do the drunken style of dancing except he's not drunk he's just dumb <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to try and attune himself with the sound of the music and get mm-hmm. pulled into it as he goes through the various fighting forms. Him against the sky-clad warriors, not sky-clad warriors, no. <laughs> that seems a little bit weird, but the, the sky-steel warriors up in the mountains and mm. in the, in the skies Ternibus, fighting against the Knights of Ternibus, exactly. Fighting mm. against the dragon and fending himself and dodging out of the way of the poisonous breath. His battle and tumble in the air with Habrian the storm giant. He's going to remember all of his greatest battles as moments of weakness and work on them and improve them in this dance as he flows across the battlefield that is the dance floor
0: i was going to give you disadvantage for trying to do something with something that's not meant to do it but that uh description was honestly inspiring so why don't you make an attack roll
3: Ooh, an attack roll
0: yeah i was going to have you do an attack roll with disadvantage Twenty-three. All right. God, all I have in my head is, let's get down to business oh, to I beat a Ashar Delon. <laughs> Uh
5: All
0: right, so they are rather taken with this completely unconventional. They've never oh. somebody practiced their combat forms to an Enya song. It's... It's a new experience, and for immortal beings, that's that's something. Uh, they eagerly declare you the winner, and they they Ooh. float around you in all their different spiraling colors, and they start to usher you into the
2: bower. All right, what are your names? But not the not I know the fairy thing with names. But give mm. me what do I call you? Mm. I don't want to own you, but I want to call you something.
0: <laughs> Alright, uh let's go with Violet Rose, Lavender,
2: and Tiddlywinks. Okay, Violet nice. Rose, Lavender and Tiddlywinks. You're yeah. with me. Tiddlywinks isn't <laughs> from around here. Uh well, Tiddlywinks just act cool.
1: Tiddlywinks <laughs> is that new kid who is playing hip beats. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly. So what do you guys do for fun around here? Well, we we dance, we eat, we
0: turn people into frogs, but we're not supposed to do that right now. Yeah. You know,
6: it's kind of annoying, but those are the rules.
2: Hmm. And what, what's going on with his wedding then, huh? Because, like, a bunch of people, they seem pretty upset about it.
6: There's some sort of kerfuffle with the elves who are super boring, and, like, the queen's trying to make peace because... A long
2: time ago, they were fighting with her, but they were fighting with
4: each other because she stole their king. Hmm. Wait, what? I've told this? you all of that. You knew this one. Uh,
0: this st- wait, they stole the king. R- retention
5: I've is, told is you difficult. This. I for showed
1: you. I showed you the the the. Never mind.
2: The tapestry. Yes. Mm. Uh, well, Lavender, what have you got to drink?
6: Uh, honey mead and dew blossoms and this wine that'll just fuck you right up.
2: Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm not, it's pretty early in the day. I mean, the, the sun's still out. Does the sun ever go away?
1: You have not given a gift of hospitality.
2: What I the Well, I mean, I gave my dance. Mm. Could might not be considered a gift. You guys ever
6: work out? <laughs> we don't have to.
2: So Why do you mean? Movies. Why not?
6: Mostly we do yoga. It's better for
2: our aesthetics. <laughs> well, th- show me this yoga. Right, this is the
6: downward blink dog.
2: Alright, Thoros is going to try and copy the motions. Oh my god! <laughs>
0: Roll an acrobatics check. Although yoga is as much about strength as it is about flexibility, so you can mm, yeah do acrobatics though.
2: So. Yeah, I was going to say you don't want to let me get away with that. No, no, no. no, no. I, I, I thought I was like, wait a minute, this is Thoros we're talking about.
5: Oh, the four.
0: He rolls a four. It's very painful.
6: Ooh. <laughs> You're snapping your sheath. Okay, now he you? definitely needs the wine.
2: Bring him the wine.
4: Bring
0: me the wine. <laughs> All right.
4: They br- is the Richard Simmons of Lunasa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they bring you uh, a glass of this wine that is almost completely clear, but has just a little tint of like a honey color
2: to it. Oh, and is it what is this? Is this a little gift, or what? what just because I'm the leader of the gang. You can There's have it now. Thanks. All right. Bottoms up. Oh, no.
1: You joined their court.
2: I'm going to drink it. And I'll, oh, uh... no, Thorat. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm going to let somebody else go because Thorat has had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the barber. barber oh, mate.
1: what have you done?
2: I... Okay.
0: All right. Uh, so as Thoras steps out does anyone else, ha- uh, what would everyone else like to do? Uh, the queen of the autumn court is arriving today and we have an act of god that I haven't resolved yet we'll do that, oh and I know the perfect way to do it now Of course, great, great, when Thoras comes back right, the queen of the autumn court is It's not the,
4: Lady is Rowan the queen or... of my
1: people
0: yes, right, your
4: queen. Lycia's okay. queen and they are the hosts, right, obviously correct, and they are Holdra mm-hmm. so they're probably a little bit apprehensive about all of this mm-hmm.
1: okay. i would be after my divination ritual before i even went to talk to the others i'd probably go try and speak to the prince or whoever is actually there mm-hmm. right now and seek some guidance from those wiser than me who care right. about my people are
4: these holders that you're speaking with
0: yes Are you're not speaking yes. with the queen some...
1: she's not there yet
0: okay Okay. Gotcha. By the way, chat. We'll resolve this act of God as soon as we get uh, back to Thoris, and he's the one who I, I was distracted by the workout routine. But we'll resolve it as soon as he gets back. Uh, all right. So the prince of Lunasa is a Holdra named Hoich Hoi. Yeah. All, all these pronunciations are at least based on the Irish language, which means that they're not.
1: Well, easy. I picked the wrong name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you know, it's just different cultural groups of Holdra. It's, My parents
1: were very uh, hippie.
0: Exactly, exactly. And being <laughs> new, hippies, amongst, new age holdra. Exactly, and that's pretty granola. Um, he dresses rather simply, even though he bears one of the mantles of the Autumn Court. He has completely smooth-headed, very high pointed ears. More in tune with like your uh, World of Warcraft elves than your D and D elves. Just pushing a little bit more in that direction he speaks very loudly and he's very busily bustling around talking with you know the chefs and the butlers and the guards and wedding planning is a nightmare even if it's not your wedding so he's messengers are coming and going and he's talking to them all in a very loud booming voice giving instructions to everyone to make sure everything goes exactly according to plan
1: and uh before i left on my way there like i would have wrapped something around my neck to try and hide the gills and maybe put an eye patch on to hide the fisheye. Okay. Try and look as much like my people right now <laughs> as I can. Alright. Um, so she would uh, kneel before him your, you know, and you know kind of prostrate herself a little bit. And your grace I know things are very busy right now but I have some important questions I must ask you pertaining to the wedding.
0: Give me a moment here. Nope. I told you cancel the ramble booking i hate that guy i can't stand that guy not (laughs) after last time if i see him step foot in this village i will oh that's wrong that's wrong sorry yes what did you need
1: oh well if you need a bard we have a very skilled bard with us but that's neither here nor there
0: that's no Um, that's exactly here and it is it's not there it's actually here let's please talk about that you also (laughs) said you had something important to say go ahead
1: Yes, um, I'll give you the referral to the bard that we had traveling with us. He performed for the Celestial Court and impressed them quite greatly, and in fact, for some of the Fae of Lady Rowan's court already, and wowed them beyond belief we weren't eaten. It was amazing. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> well, if you weren't that eaten, then obviously
0: I... that's a re-endorsement. So, what can
5: I do for you?
1: Um, I have performed a divination ritual because it was, brought to my attention that the three fae we have with us all have very different interests when it comes to this wedding. And I've learned that should the wedding go smoothly, the Lady Rowan will take horrible vengeance against our people.
5: Well, I
0: should roll an insight check.
1: Eighteen. Eighteen
0: okay the first layer is stress because again weddings are a tumultuous affair and this is the the prince of this place that's in a whole lot of turmoil with traditional enemies to each other and to the holdra all having one big party there's a huge layer of stress as you talk to him there is more stress but it is not from the information you are giving him he already knew that. He's oh. stressed out that you know
1: I can see that maybe you hoped I wouldn't realise this, but that I have not surprised you. If the wedding does go well but the problem is if the wedding doesn't go well then the Lady Neve may also have designs against us and and, and I think the making's fairly neutral.
5: Alright,
0: hold, hold all my calls! Hold all my calls! I'll be right back! Please, come with me.
1: Okay. She trusts her people, man. She. This is surprising, but she's going with him.
0: <laughs> Alright. He pulls you off to the side, waves his hand, and the living wood, uh, sprouts all sorts of thick leaves around both of you in those autumn colors it's not the crunchiness of you know dead autumn leaves they're still alive and vibrant and it makes sort of a sound shield
1: sir sure, i hardly think this is time <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay
0: you were from from golden root the golden root sanctuary right
1: Yes, do you know... Have others of my people survived? My, I went home and, and the whole area was burnt. I, that's not the most important thing right now. I'm sorry, yes. Okay.
0: When the fire started...
1: Oh my god, he knows me.
0: <laughs> look. I had a choice to make when the fires started. It wasn't... What happened to Golden Root didn't happen here. But it was close. And I had to make some decisions and i had to make some bargains and i had to agree to do some things with certain individuals who suddenly needed a new venue because the original venue got incinerated and there's a possibility that i may have placed myself into a certain fairy monarch's debt in
5: order to preserve the lives of my people and everybody in this city
1: Uh, so you aren't planning for the wedding to go smoothly at all?
5: I am planning for the
0: wedding to go smoothly.
1: Not Uh, for the parties that we might think, though. uh,
0: If there are complications along the way, then alas, that's tragic.
1: I see. Right. Well, I... don't know anything and our people must be safe. Is this the right thing to do?
5: As
0: far as I'm concerned, the the Queen herself is going to be here. It is my duty to keep all of these people safe and keep them alive and to make sure that the the trouble I've gotten myself into comes to mean something. So, I would... Very much appreciate it if none of you meddled with this at all.
1: We fought on her side once before and were sorry for it. Are you sure?
0: It was that, or it was a fiery death for all the Holdra who live here.
1: Right, right. No, of course that's—you've made the wise decision. Yes. I understand you um do you still want to know of the bard
0: yes he uh, the the leaves all retract back into the tree yes please we need an entertainment booking it's been we've had out to reschedule game. everything the original was incinerated
4: out of game uh, yes. obviously this guy's made a bargain with the lady rowan to mm-hmm. to preserve the lives of the people in lunasa and he has to do something in order uh but so he, i mean uh, that's as far as I've gotten, though.
0: Correct. So, right. That is, yeah, you're up to, you're up to so speed. He, okay. he has implied that he made a deal with Lady Roan to save all the people in the city, and that if he doesn't follow through with that deal, there will be consequences.
4: We don't know what his obligation is. Correct. Gotcha.
1: Carry on. All right. Okay. Um, yes, uh, his name is Alan. Um, I know he's here in the city. I, I can go look for him and bring him to you.
0: Yes, have him sent to me at once.
1: Right, right, and uh, Lisha would leave and go looking for
3: Alan. Alan would be actively looking for Lisha anyway, mm-hmm. because he wanted to discuss with Lisha and Aaron about their like who they should back in this three horse race. Um, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's actively looking. He's also going to send out his little bird to some of the other camps, like specifically the May King. I'm going to send my bird over to listen to what the making is up to to try and figure out how the situation could be resolved positively for the making like where, whether he's got any whether whether the court of the making is vocalizing any doubts about the wedding that could be used in a positive political sense. Okay.
0: Let's uh let's compress things a little bit here in order to supply you with more valuable information. I'm going to mess up my original five-day time frame and just mix and match things so that you have all, all the data together. Roll a stealth check and a perception check for your Wii Sparrow. I don't have stats. Just give me d20s. We know they're pretty good. A
5: 19 and a 15. Okay. Uh,
0: Again, let's just say over the course of the next few days uh, and because I'm playing fast and loose with time I will allow the party to do the same. Your little birdie coming and going from the the May King's court notices the Lady Rowan sneaking into the May King's court. Mm. And he sneaks off to meet her.
3: And they do some stuff. Does a little birdie have enough understanding of humanoid anatomy to understand <laughs> the what it's bee. the, <laughs> <laughs> the The bird understands about
0: half of that. Not mm. the bees part.
3: Does the bird... Can the bird confirm that they were... Engaging in sexual activity.
6: I to have seen them entangled in each other's appalling limbs, making the most <laughs> awful noises. Who is <laughs> it? Who is it? That is this?
1: The lady Rowan. Lady the
3: making. Rowan the making. Right, 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 right.
1: The sister.
3: I see, I see. Well, thank you a little bit. I would also, if this has taken place over the course of a couple of days, mm-hmm. I would have by now recruited another bird as well. I was going to send the bird out to lure another bird into the bird cage for me to trap <laughs> and create a secondary bird. Okay, burn
0: the resources.
6: I know not right. which is worse. Knowing that I am no, you know, it would, would have been worse to have been alone in this world in my recognition of my own sentience, or to eternally bear the guilt of ripping another of my kind from the sweet embrace of ignorance. <laughs> you got a friend, shut the fuck you up. You are
3: turning into very.
6: Should you just call him Bill?
3: <laughs> yeah, one of them is called Bill. I haven't named the other one yet. Uh, yeah. I right, figure one's Jack. Chat named him Jack. Okay, Jack Bill Sparrow. and Jack
0: Sparrow. Mmm. Very oh. good. Oh yeah, let's do the act of God real quick. Thoras, uh, I'm just going to cut over to you and then we're going to go back there because I don't want to... Uh... Mm-hmm. You have been showered with gifts. Ooh. Lots of Rexona. Uh, a blessing both from your, your new friends since you have joined their gang Hold and up. also the auspices of... They joined of... my gang. Well, you asked to join so their gang. You, you, you their said game. you wanted to join their gang, and then you said you wanted to be the boss. They are yep. following you around and calling you boss. Yep. Um, as long as we got that clear. Yeah, those pixies are following you around and calling you boss. Uh, both due to you know your newfound partnership and also just luck and the auspices of Aruk, the titan of gold... They hardcore shower you with
3: gifts. Wow. You, uh... <laughs> That's amazing. You picked up, like, a thing that gives you, like, extra treasure, and it's been used to shaft you with extra fairy gifts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here's what you get. Go ahead and add this to your inventory. Uh-huh. Yeah, I am doing manual chat uh rolls chat. I always do that for treasure tables. I don't know why. A 1, thousand seventeen hundred copper.
5: How much 13, that carry?
0: Seventeen hundred copper, thirteen hundred yeah. silver. What the? Ninety gold, and three gemstones.
5: Hmm. What, what do
0: they look like? Yeah, give me one sec. That's that table's on a different page. Okay. They look like they're opaque, light and blue, with yellow flecks. Hmm. Lapis lazuli. Interesting.
4: Interesting. What the fuck do I do with these, these, worldly, these? worldly items? Yep.
2: What this could not have gone to a worst party <laughs> member. Fact. <laughs> what I appreciate it, little pixies, lavender, twilight, tinkle bell. But uh, uh,
1: you got one <laughs> of their names right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, I, I, well, you, you know, I'm the boss of you now. I you, listen. Don't question me. The, the why.
0: They all look at you like you've grown
2: two heads.
5: Because they're shiny.
2: Oh. <laughs> I don't get it, but yes, it's okay.
6: <laughs> <laughs> the boss is laughing. We have to laugh too.
2: <laughs> I just, I'm going to laugh even more because <laughs> they're laughing. Um, like a recursion loop of laughter <laughs> this this lasts for some time